Chapter Thirty Five of From Mud to Mufti by Bruce Bairn's Father. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Thirty Five. En route to England, an unexpected meeting. Gibbons, with his own private key, got back into bed some time or other during that night, as I found him there on waking next morning. He was most amused at my adventure and was sorry he had forgotten to tell me about the yard shutting after a certain hour. These episodes amuse me too when they are over. This was the day I left the American front. I had seen these western soldiers training, fighting, resting. I knew the story and I felt their part, and now had come the time for me to leave. I enjoyed my visits to the American army as I have enjoyed no others. I look upon those times as the best I have spent in the war. Both officers and men are a fine crowd. I thank Gibbons for his kindness to me and incidentally mentioned to him the omen of the night before. He smiled. Poor fellow. I'm sure he thought the war was going to last till the fall of 1925. I left old Neufchateau in an American press car and was whirled away to Condrecourt. En route one passes the birthplace of Jeanne d'Arc at Damremy. It's a weird little place and most gloomy. I don't wish to be disrespectful to the maid of Orléans but I feel that had I been born there myself I should have been bothered with visions too. I reached Gondricourt and of course had the usual hours wait on a grey bleak platform on a grey bleak day. At last the train of preposterous length rattled into the station and I found a seat on it somehow. And now we left Gondricourt. Farewell to the American army and all the times I had had there. We passed through Chateau Thierry of course and I little thought that so soon would be coming that terrific German onslaught which took this place, and that, in the ensuing battles, those chaps I had left so recently would be playing such a glorious part. The American resistance at Chateau Thierry forms an episode that will live in golden letters on the pages of American history. I returned to Paris and went to the Rue Saint-Anne to thank the authorities for my visit and for all the facilities they had given me. The next day I left for England via Boulogne, and had the good fortune to run into my young brother on the wharf there. He is one of those people of whom ladies say, he has got on so well, you know. He is a staff captain. You know what I mean. A red hat, two strawberry marks on the collar of his coat, highly nuggeted top boots, spurs, and shouts. He condescended to lean against a counter in the Hotel Folkestone and have a cocktail with me. We hadn't seen each other for ages, and he was going back to his corps up north somewhere. Beginning his life in the war by being nearly assassinated at Morval in the Somme battle, he, bit by bit, has risen high in his profession. He's a good lad, is my brother. England. That's where I was going now. I went, and so began the closing chapters of my war career. End of chapter 35. Recording by Philip Gould.